Welcome back, lads and ladettes, to episode 77. 77 is just a legendary episode. I mean, you got we, we, we have two great Hall of Fame athletes lined up for you for our first player battle. But I, yeah. I'm back home in Markham, Ontario, uh, and exams are done, so you know what that means. More time committed to the lads and lawn chairs. So, yes, you love to see that. McGee, I'm happy for you. Exams are done. Like That must be such dude, a stress relief. It's, it's such a weight off my shoulders, and this is the first time of my university career that I don't have to retake a course in the summer. Yes, so even, let's go. Even, Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. So even in the heyday of lads and lawn chairs last summer, where we yeah. were getting all these great guests and, and bringing you a bunch of stuff, my time was still... Bal- I was still balancing at a full diluted course. Diluted a little bit. <laughs> it's diluted now. It's just 100% lads content coming your way. We're gonna I get great that. stuff going in the summer, and nothing, nothing will be distracting me. I'm all in. Love that. Congratulations, man. That's big. That's a big milestone. Yeah. Like, Dude, it's huge. Not having to worry about doing that summer course and oh, getting it done. <laughs> like, it's the worst. Good for you. It's the worst ever, man. Oh, yeah, I'm super fired up. So, yeah. I'm excited to to be able to dedicate my time and, and energy into bringing the people what they want. Yeah, for sure. Uh, another thing about 77 here, 77 is my number. Yeah, that's so, right. So we got a huge one. Like I'm bringing the energy for this one. Got to re- represent number 77 well. Got a couple and a couple like legendary hall of fame athletes like you mentioned and then myself we'll just throw that in there as the 77 athletes um but uh mcgee we need a competition for these two uh without saying who they are what what are we thinking maybe like some sort of have we done like a woodworking competition no no i think it's kind of nice we're talking about the different kinds of guys and and what they would do in their garage like maybe who could build like the better birdhouse in their garage Okay. Who's I the like better it. craftsman? Yeah, like and you're not going all out like the uh, the steel like lumber challenges and things like that <laughs> to that extent, but we'll go like some skill work of like yeah. you're setting up shop in your in your garage, nice day, you're just uh hanging out enjoying the weather and building some birdhouses. So, yeah. I love it. Let's get into it. Our first competitor. He was drafted in the eight, he was drafted 8th overall in the 1979 NHL draft by the Boston Bruins. He's an 11, 11th all-time in career games played with 1,612, fourth among defensemen. He's fourth all-time in career assists with 1,169, a record for defensemen. He's 11th all-time in career points scored, 1,579, and he's first in career points scored by a defenseman with, again, 1,579. He's also first in career goals scored by a defenseman, 410. That any good? He's the career leader in shots on goal, 6,206, which is astonishingly nearly 1,000 ahead of the second leading shooter, Alex Ovechkin. He's won the Calder Memorial Trophy in 1980. He's a five-time Norris winner. He won the NHL All-Star Game Shooting Accuracy Competition eight times. This guy is a sharpshooter on the back end. He's also the 2001 Stanley Cup champion, a five foot 11. 219 pound defenseman from St. Laurent, Quebec, Raymond Jean Bork. His competitor in the bird, <laughs> Birdhouse Building Competition. He was drafted six overall by the Edmonton Oilers in the 1980 NHL Draft. He's a three time Norris winner, a four time first team All Star, a 14 time NHL All Star. 
He's a four-time Stanley Cup champion, and he recorded most goals in one season by a defenseman with 48 in the 1985-86 NHL season and a crap load of other records. He's a six-foot, 200-pound defenseman from Weston, Ontario, Paul Douglas Coffey. Wow. Electric intros. I think that the middle names added an element. Like I, I love the I love the middle names. Those were their actual middle names. We weren't lying to you guys. Like, we <laughs> yeah, we didn't we up. didn't BS that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't BS that. It's Gene and, and Douglas, respectively. Yeah. Maybe uh, Raymond Bork is like Jean. Raymond could, Jean Bork. I feel like yeah. that's probably like the correct way to say it. Raymond. Yeah. Raymond. But uh, yeah, <laughs> legendary players. And I guess like going forward, if we don't have a, a nickname for these guys, like a listed nickname, I'm just going to go to their middle name because yeah. it definitely adds some excitement to the, uh, to the player intro. So getting right into it, McGee birdhouse building competition. I'm going to take, I'm going to take over here. I'm going to say Raymond Bork is going to win this one. I don't even know why I don't necessarily know his upbringing or anything, but I just feel like Ray Bork has some sort of woodworking skill behind him i know a little bit about paul coffee and like what he does in his life pro uh post pro hockey coaching uh coaching hockey teams and coaching hockey schools and whatever else this guy gets up to so he i don't think he has as much time to be working on woodworking and taking up other hobbies like that and i think ray bork just like finished his career he's a skill guy through and through and uh he just like finished in the nhl and was like I'm going to build birdhouses and other fancy woodwork around my house. And I don't even have like necessarily the strongest argument for why Ray Bork would win this one. I just have a gut feel that it would be Ray Bork. Dude, I think it would be Ray Bork too, man. Um, well, for starters, I went to a Raymond Bork craft show and I got this what? little light. Yeah, I got this little light that, uh, oh my God, can you, there you go. It's a little lighthouse that I he crafted. So I mean, no, you guys, didn't. This is no, that's yeah. BS. Fully bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just have to show off my lighthouse lamp, but yeah, never. Yeah, mind. it's a <laughs> sick lamp, but like, Thank holy you. smokes! If you went to a Ray Bork craft show and pulled that, l- that lighthouse <laughs> lamp, but man, okay, so I'm on Team Bork not because of the yeah. bullshitted uh, Raymond Bork craft show, because yeah. the guys won the NHL sh- like accuracy contest eight times. Like, what yeah. the hell? Like, Skill guy. Skill guy through and through. Like, I feel like that's something that the guy was like looked forward to winning because, like, nobody yeah. ever wins that eight times. Like, I, that's crazy. That's yeah. one of those events that people go to and they just like shoot the puck around and kind of like have, have laughs. Like, I don't think anyone tries that hard except <laughs> for Ray Bork. The guy's got the the precision of a just a craftsman. The guy's yeah. a steady hand, just patient, just all finesse. This guy is this guy would 100% be uh be able to to work a good uh birdhouse develop here's another little tie-in that i'm just thinking of right now is with like crafts and things like that like you got to try to perfect your craft and if it doesn't work and you got to you got to go back to it and you got to try and try again until you perfect it and get the right the right cut the right formula the right glue the right set whatever you got to do to build it properly and ray bork is no stranger to trying over and over again because you look at career leader in shots on goal he's a defenseman this guy was not afraid to shoot the puck he was not afraid to try in order to score 
And I think he would just be willing to just try over and over again, no matter how many times he failed, no matter how many shots got blocked or or how many times he missed a net, how many times he messes up a cut, he's going to try again to perfect his craft. And like you said, at some point he was probably like ringing it off toes and shin pads and into the stanchions. And next thing you know, he's an eight-time NHL all-star accuracy competition winner. And it's just going to translate into his woodwork. Dude, and not to mention, like you're, you talk about trying something over and over and over again. I think there's no better NHL player in history who exemplifies that because this guy didn't win a Stanley Cup until his 21st season in the NHL, yeah. Yeah. which is insane because this guy was voted 14th in 1998. He was voted 14th all time in like the 14th best NHL player of all time in 1998. Yeah. And the first, <laughs> the first play, uh, like the first most talented guy or deserving guy who hadn't won a Stanley cup yet ahead of Marcel Dion, who was rated 30, 38th on that list, that same list. He was 14th. So Raymond Bork's a stud. The guys tried over and over. I think there's no question in my mind. This guy would come out with just like the the four, uh, uh, fourth season or whatever the hell the the fourth season hotels. Yeah, sure. Whatever. And (laughs) come up with a a high quality birdhouse. That's for sure. Like multi-leveled, stain like a good stain on that thing water yeah, he's definitely putting in the work to like make sure this thing is perfected and done properly like i can't imagine a scenario where he puts together a birdhouse and says eh, it's okay like there's yeah. no way he's just going into it to make sure this thing is good uh that's uh that's our episode 77 player battle ray bork takes this one over paul coffee the woodworking competition birdhouse building challenge Ray Bork, it's 2-0. There's no, there's no doubt here. We're both like strong Ray Bork yeah. supporters in this in this event. One more sports thing that I want to touch on before we get into some of the ridiculousness that the rest of this podcast will hold. Um, I was scrolling through TikTok the other day, as I do, like before I go to bed most days, and I come across this video of Mike Tyson walking into the boxing arena, getting ready for uh for like his fight. And so some context to it, most fighters, or I think every fighter has a walk-in song that they listen to and they've got their robes, like boxing is all done up properly. They're wearing their robes, um, like different kinds of, like whatever they've got, it's extra stuff that has to be taken off and checked and mouth guards put in and all that. You know what I'm talking about? And Mike Tyson walks into the arena with everything that he needs for the fight ready to go no robe, no extra stuff, no hats, no gimmicks, nothing. And this is the fight song that Mike Tyson walks into the arena to. McGee, I need you to react to this thing for the first time. Yell over it. All I can say is the heavyweight champion is about to make his appearance in the ring. It's just noise. And chains pointing. Obviously, Mike Tyson behind that crowd coming in. It's interesting to note that Mike Tyson selected his pre-fight music just noise. <laughs> Every once in a while, you hear the clanging of chains. I think that's what he's got in mind to do to uh, Mike Spinks's head, but we'll wait and see. What does that even mean? <laughs> So that's what he has in mind to do to Mike Spinks' head. What? Like, 
rattle some chains in front of them? Like- yeah, so I don't know, but I thought the whole thing was hilarious because I was like, man, this is in- intimidating music because the best part is they introduced Tyson second. So the other guy's yeah. standing in the ring waiting. He's gone through his whole intro and he's just standing there waiting. His robe's off, he's ready to go. And Tyson walks in, meanest look on his face, dead, like just dead, like no emotion basically. Like, and I don't know how to describe that. It's like no emotion, but mean. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know what I'm talking about? You look at that guy and you're like, that guy is this an guy angry just, dude. He's not scared of anything. Like, <laughs> no, guy, no. He's ready to die if need be. Like, and yes. it's like, oh, God. And so to your point, I watched that video and I was like, wow, how did this fight go? So I go on YouTube. I watch the fight. McGee, listen to this. So he comes into that music. It's literally just intimidating, deep, like noise. There's chains clinking, like bells going, like no, it's not music. It's just sound. And uh, he goes in there and immediately, so I've never really watched a Mike Tyson fight, but he just starts swinging, like comes, they touch his gloves and he just starts swinging at the guy fearlessly. And the announcer literally says like, Mike Tyson has no fear of what the other guy can do to you because like, he thinks that whatever you can do to him, he's going to do worse to you. So he just has no fear. He's like, I might get punched, but I'm going to hit you harder. And so the other guy is like, trying to fend off punches and Tyson is just swinging furiously. And he, this is like 30 seconds into the, ma- uh, the match. He hits him with a hard body shot guy drops. They do the count. He gets up after like seven seconds. They resume, they like getting ready to resume the fight. They touch gloves. <laughs> Tyson comes swinging again, as hard as he can. And the guy he's fighting is just like hanging on for his life at this point. Yeah. I don't even know if he threw a punch. <laughs> Next thing you know, Tyson hits him like in the side of the head and then right in the face and just cripples the guy, like just drops him flat. And the guy hits the deck. He's trying to get up. He's trying to get up and he has Bambi legs. He tries to get up and like basically falls through like in the ring, like through the ropes and stuff. He's like leaning on the ropes. He's oh, just no. out. like and the wrong like- Francis legs when Scott Stevens hits him. Yes, pretty much. Yes. And uh, he's just Bambi legs in there, like can't get up. And this is like a minute into the fight. And it was a huge like title match. And Tyson just (laughs) buried this guy. I just, I don't even know if there's anything like even to talk about. I just thought it was so funny that that was his walk-in music. But like, I guess my question to you would be, what a what music would you probably want to walk into and b what would be the music you'd want to walk into if you were legitimately just trying to intimidate somebody um okay so if i had to walk into uh to any to any my walk-in music i think i would do sinister kid by the black keys just because that was like i had like the fight night champion on the ps3 and that was my walk-in song so i just got to stay loyal to the soil on that one okay um so sinister kid by the black keys by for my own walk-in song and then if i would just wanted to intimidate somebody like i'd either do no music at all (laughs) no music at all no sounds nothing or i'd do like those white noise soundtracks or like yeah or like imagine just sounds of the ocean like one of those like things you put you put on to like put someone to sleep <laughs> yes that would be, that would be hilarious that would be so scary and funny at the same time yeah like, that person's walking like sitting like, in i'm putting you to sleep I'm, gonna put, like, I'm putting on the, the the sounds of the ocean <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that is pretty good i didn't think of that mickey i'm gonna steal that one from you as my like walk in as in just intimidation because i think yeah. that one's hilarious to the concept of it um but if i were to just pick a song 
Um, I kind of really like Enter Sandman. <laughs> yeah. As like a walk-in. Yeah. I think that would be really hype and like the crowd would be going nuts. Like, you know, Clemson's football team runs into Enter Sandman and like the yeah. whole stadium jumps up and down and they sing it. That's I think life. that would be pretty nuts. Yeah. Rock, <laughs> Sandman, Phillips, and you come yeah. in like... <laughs> and like i would be getting like hyped crowds going nuts like it would just be the perfect perfect storm of things um and then like an honorable mention in that one if i knew let's say like i knew i was gonna win the fight like i think boxers have the confidence of like i'm going to win this fight but let's say like you you, you're pretty much like this is like money in the bag like i there's no way i can lose this one the final countdown (laughs) <laughs> like imagine going into the final yeah. countdown and then the guy's like damn it. it's like this literally just counting down till i'm out of this out of this ring but like on the other hand like if you if you play the final countdown and you lose like, that's that's a tough lock man yeah that's a you couldn't, you couldn't play that and lose they're just like as soon as you lost with it you'd have to change the song Yes, yes, or retire. <laughs> like, it's literally the final countdown. Would your, uh, riddle me this, would your song change if you were fighting like WWE as opposed to boxing? Like, would your entry song change? Because I think uh, mine would be like like an ACDC song for sure. Like, I'd do like Hell's Bells or something. Oh, I love Hell's Bells, man. <laughs> um, why would it be Hell's Bells? I just like curious. I don't know. I think I'd want to like have like just like an Undertaker vibe. Just like okay. <laughs> I was never like I'm not like a big WWE guy. I never really oh, watched it as a kid, so I don't. Okay, okay. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I feel like it would change. Um, I don't know. Like, do you got any other ones in mind you could pitch, and maybe I'll like be able to pick one from there. I'm just trying to think of like some t- some that would be good for like a WWE one. Oh, you know, like, whoa, Black Betty. Man, Black. <laughs> yeah, Black Betty would be hilarious. Um, what's the Chicago Blackhawks goal song? Oh, um, I'm I just drawing a blank. About. Chelsea Dagger. I thought it was, uh, isn't it the Black Heat? Howling for You, isn't it? No, that's like a just an oh. EA song right oh, true. there. It's just like a classic <laughs> NHL song. But I'm pretty sure it's the Black Keys still who'd sing the Blackhawks one. Do that? Uh, no, the Fratellis. Here, I got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That, that would be my like, WWE one, I think. Yeah, I think that would get the people going. I don't think it would apply well for boxing, though. Like, I don't even know how to describe it, but I definitely think a WWE song has to be more like animated. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Like pump up as opposed to like intimidating. Yeah, boxing is definitely has that intimidation factor Dude, with you know their music. Pretty, pretty crazy. I've been on like a boxing tear recently. Like even like last night, I watched. Uh, have you seen Million Dollar Baby? Have you seen that movie? No. It's pretty good, man. It's about this like it's like a Clint Eastwood movie, and he's like a boxing trainer, and he trains this like this female boxer to to like to a championship, and then there's some just like dirty boxer who like sucker like she just sucky bombs her. 
and then like ends up like breaking her neck and i think she dies at the end i, I know you're probably not going to watch it but <laughs> yeah this like, intense. i think she just snaps her neck on like on a like a stu- her stool like, oh my god yeah it's fucked because she's walking back to the corner after like the round's done and she just gets sucky bombed in the back of the head and, and dies wow it's, it's, yeah it's fucked but it's a it's great not movie. a real story is it no no can't no, be, no. Can't not be. a real yeah, story okay. but a great movie though but what was that so I, i've just been watching a lot of boxing or just like this has been i don't know a lot of boxing has just been in my life recently ever since the the ben and jake paul thing <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. ever since you're on a kick here i am on a boxing kick for sure what was what you were gonna say <laughs> dude, i don't know what was that movie because like i remember i asked you a few episodes ago and you're like oh dude you know what i've never seen that movie and it wasn't it wasn't uh there's so many movies i haven't seen mcgee like honestly i'm know, the worst person one was, in the world for like a movie. this <laughs> one was like a shock to me it was like pretty recently where i asked you and i was like sh- oh I'm school of rock school, school of, rock. of rock yes yeah 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 have you because we're you talking about jack black no i haven't yeah. seen it yet no okay let me know when you do because it's <laughs> you'll be the first person i tell don't you worry <laughs> i'll text you like updates as it's going on yeah yeah, yeah. it's it great all right well yeah there i just wanted to get into that and find out what your uh, <laughs> intro song would be i just thought the chains clanking and but like dude, the sound going was in, in so intimidating i was watching yeah. it and i was intimidated i'm like man this guy got goose the hell out of me <laughs> yeah holy yeah. shit um Okay, so speaking of TikTok things, after last episode, when we talked about hair pieces and uh, uh, chiropractor videos, I asked the people to send me videos of chiropractor videos. And a friend of mine has been sending me videos of people getting hair pieces ever since. Like, hello, I don't want to be seeing (laughs) hair piece videos. I don't want to, yeah, that's... (laughs) Those are the ones, like, who would want to watch that? Like, I feel like the two guilty pleasure videos are, like, pimple popping. And yeah, which I cannot ever get into. I could Dude, never I get love, into pimple I love popping. Yeah, the opposite no. of you. I love, I love them, man. There's a there, that ingrown girl, hair like, ones, ingrown hairs and pimple popping. Just send them my no, way. Love no, them. chiropractors I love them too. Watch that stuff, man. It makes me feel like so cringe. Like uh, it's satisfying. It's satisfying. No, not like not to other people. Not watching it on other people. Well, I could watch. No, no. Else. I mean, like not watching it on other people. Yeah, man. That's even better. No, no. I can't get into that. I just can't. That what's that girl? Um, Doctor Pimple. Doctor Pimple Popper. Yeah, she has her own TV show now because know, of it. It's great because people love her. Because oh, it's no. satisfying to watch, and she does a good job. No, I can't. I can't. That actually just grosses me out. <laughs> I find it so nasty, man. Oh, I can't. Like anytime it like would ever come up and like scroll right past, I think it's just like out of my algorithm now. It'll okay, never come I, in there again. I think we can both agree that like watch like people would be more inclined to watch pimple popping videos than they would to be watching hair, hair piece videos. Yeah, hundred like, percent. That's just that's just absurd. Yeah, not transplant. It's just like the hair pieces when they get the the stuff st- oh, glued the to the rug. top. They get the rug. Yeah, just- the rug. They get a rug. And that's what I'm like getting sent to me now. It's like this person shaves the top and then they glue the rug on top. And I'm like, hello, this is not what I'm looking and for. And they fade the sides and it just looks, yeah, it's like, that's pretty good. It's like a person with like m- losing their hair right in the middle. It's going wispy. And all of a sudden they have hair as curly as mine on top out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, hello, isn't that obvious? <laughs> what do they use for, is it actual hair? Do you think that are on these like pieces? Yeah, I feel like it's gotta be like, let's just throw a shot in the dark here and just guess like horse hair or something maybe horse hair but wouldn't it die like after like wouldn't hair just i feel like it would all die <laughs> like, i don't know i don't know if it's like 
I don't know how it works, honestly. Like, I don't know. Like, if you were to pull a piece of hair out and put it on your desk and, like, leave it for, like, a month, it would probably just still be there at the end. So what would cause it to fall out in the first place? Like, it, it couldn't be a healthy piece of hair. But I don't know if it has anything to do with, like, the hair itself. I feel like it's more of, like, the connection to the scalp. This, this is, this is, above is our, like, this is above our pay grade. This is so far above our, what, <laughs> our qualifications right now. <laughs> We're literally breaking down the science of wigs and how your <laughs> hair falls out. <laughs> yeah, I, I could not tell you, McGee. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I love taking these guesses, though, because... <laughs> I feel like the people who are listening are just like, these guys are such idiots, but they yeah. probably don't know either. <laughs> One of our buddies is going to show up with a hair piece and we're like, oh, that's not what you want. Like what you need is you, you need this hey, horse. Listen, you got, yeah. you got the wrong kind of hair, dude. What are you doing? It's like, hey, if you're going to get a rug, get the right rug. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> a lad's endorsed rug. <laughs> Was it measure twice, cut once? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Just like Ray Bork, man. Just like Ray Bork. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> another TikTok video. Let's just stay on the TikTok trend here. Last TikTok trend video that I have going here before we get into some really weird stuff. If we haven't got into weird stuff already. Yeah. Some guy was, I saw a video of this guy um, cooking bacon and he was showing how to cook perfect bacon. So you take the way he did it was he takes a pan um, lay out your bacon in the pan, whatever you take the exact same pan. Um, and you put it on top of the bacon so that the bacon cooks perfectly even all the way through and stays flat in the same length. Wait, sorry, repeat that. So you take like, you take a pan, lay your bacon out on the pan, take another pan and put it on top of the bacon like on top of the other pan so that it's like squished it's okay so it's not like so the one pan is within the other pan no not upside down like squished within okay okay so that the top pan keeps the pressure on top of the bacon to keep the bacon perfectly flat and it cooks evenly throughout it keeps it flat and then what he does is he takes it out of the oven and with the two pans still together he just pours the bacon grease out of the bottom corner then when he takes the other pan off no grease in the pan bacon's perfectly flat cooked to perfection but he was saying you can cook it however you want to because it just depends on how long you want to cook it for and you can check it in the pan, whatever. But he was saying like, which bacon is better, crispy or soft bacon? Now I want to know, McGee, which do you prefer? I'm team crispy all the way, I think. Not like black crispy, but I definitely like some yeah. crunch to my bacon. Um, like I've had both. Like it's, I'll, I'll change yeah. it up every now and then. But I'd say for the like the most part, I do, I do crispy. But the one thing about that like method is like that's just a waste of another another perfectly clean pan. That now you got to do the dishes for another pan. That's mm-hmm. just so. I'd rather have like the curly, like not. I like I don't care if my bacon's perfectly flat or not. Frankly, Fair. I I'd guess like if you're putting in like a sandwich or something, like maybe yeah, I would. I'd like my bacon with some personality, a little like little wave a little like oh my bacon have some attitude (laughs) yeah man yeah that's exactly what i'm saying like so i don't there's not like a perfect piece of bacon it's just less perfect (laughs) the perfect piece of bacon is actually perfectly imperfect yeah Yeah. i uh i don't know though i think i'm like it's a cop-out answer but i think i'm like a medium like i i don't want my bacon soft but i don't want my bacon like hard all the way through 
yeah, I'm the same way. Like, yeah. I wouldn't want like a hard like you bang your bacon yeah. and you like you you can hear a sound. Yeah, you like hit it on the desk and it snaps in half. <laughs> yeah, like no, no, none of that noise. But yeah. just definitely more cr- on the crunchy side than on the soft side. Right. Yeah, I like it uh, soft ish with the crunch to it. Yeah, if that makes sense. Crisp, the crisp. Like a yeah, exactly crispy. Yeah, with like, but it's nice and like chewable. Mm-hmm. rather than like eating it's it not breaking it's like a apart sand. it's not like you wouldn't drop it it wouldn't shatter like right it's not like right. shatter inside your mouth okay right but so i think we're on the same page here we're maybe yeah, not doing the best job of explaining but <laughs> you know but hey we're do we're trying our best that's all that counts and all like we've talked about to this point is intimidating walk-up music a movie where a girl dies from boxing crispy yeah. and soft bacon and the science of hair and how hair falls out so what an up we have so far <laughs> Crazy. let me just add to it real quick when you yeah. were watching a video uh on like i guess the bacon i saw a video come up on my for you page about this condition called like gynecoplastia or something apparently it's like the condition of when men have moves <laughs> male <laughs> male gl- gynecomastia yeah they used yeah. to advertise it on the radio all the time <laughs> really <laughs> yeah man boobs male male gynecomastia yeah yeah so so like i saw a for you page no or i'm not my for you page like i don't know why i'm the target demographic or why it's showing up like i don't know <laughs> where like right here i swear I, i'm telling the truth yeah, i'm telling you the truth I'll, I'll show you on the youtube if you don't believe no i won't but no, come on. Anyway, so I see this on my For You page. No warning or anything. And this guy's just like got his nipples cut open. He's yanking this like thing of lard out from like under his like Dude, under his see, neck. this is the dark path that you've gone down from starting what from watching pimple popping videos. Maybe, this is where maybe it's it is, in. man. Maybe, maybe it is. But the crazy thing is, is now I know a hundred percent because like I was I like wasn't on or wasn't watching pimple popping videos before this, before it came on yeah. my for you page. What had happened was my girlfriend texts me and she goes, do you know what this is? And I'm like, I thought she was talking about like a gynecologist. I'm like, yeah, like it's that. She's like, no, 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 it's, it's this. Cause she's like, do you know what gyno is? <laughs> like, do you know what gyno is? And I'm like, yeah, like, isn't it a gynecologist? She goes, no, it's gynecomastia. Yeah. Yeah. So she was like texting me this. I'm like, oh wow. Like what the hell? That's, that's kind of strange. Next thing I know, first video, when I open up TikTok, is this guy getting his, they're watching you. Text. They're watching man. It's terrifying. That is scary. Something like that on my for you page. No, but here I am watching this guy fix gynecomastia. That's such a weird path, and it's is. How did you feel watching that? I I I can't watch that kind of stuff. I was like, what the hell? Like, it would have never come (laughs) up on my for you page if I didn't get a text. Yeah, yeah. So it made me a little uncomfortable. Creepy. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Big brother is watching McGee. No, seriously. Man, yeah, it's scary. Okay. <laughs> One more thing before we uh get into our this or that's. Um actually two more things. So first being you told me about a weird phone note you've got going on in your phone. <laughs> I yeah. need to hear it and I need you to break it down on the pod right now. Okay, so Zach and I both use our phone notes. Like when we have topics we want to discuss or something crosses our mind of yeah. what you had a conversation with your buddies about the night earlier, whatever the case may be. We write it down in our phone notes and that's it. Then we bring it up on the episode and share it with you guys. But I opened my phone notes today to talk about or to figure out what we were going to talk about. And it just says, fake my own death. 
<laughs> and I was like so confused. And I was looking for the second part of it and scrolling left and right, like couldn't find it. I'm like, what the hell does this mean? Like I, I wrote it like probably months ago. Like, I don't know. It's just piled on top of all my other stupid ideas. Yeah. And it said, fake your own death. And after like looking around for a good, like, I don't know, it wasn't that long, probably a couple of minutes. I finally scrolled down like a bunch and then it, there it is. Like, I guess I had like accidentally entered space below my thing. So it said fake my own death to, to discover all the pretenders. And I just wanted to know what was going through my head when I wrote that down. But you got to admit, <laughs> it would be pretty interesting to see who would like fire out an Instagram post, who would like write like a sentimental caption or like share you on their story. Yeah, like, I think that would be really interesting to see if I had faked my own death. I'm like, wait, dude, what the hell? Like, I hated that guy. Why is he like, we were, <laughs> yeah. we were close. Yeah. He's such a pretender. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be so intrigued to see what kind of people would like be in and maybe nobody. That'd be equally as sad, but I think it would be it would be kind of interesting to see like who would, who would share it. It would be, it would be interesting. <laughs> and I think that if I were to go, I don't know why this just came to my mind or if it would like fake my own death or whatever. I would want it to be like a hang gliding accident just because wedding crashers. And all I can picture right now is McGee, <laughs> McGee imitating Jazz being like, dude died in a hang gliding accident. What an idiot. <laughs> hey, honey, take my picture. I'll look, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh look i'm hang gliding oh i'm dead i don't yeah. know i just came to my mind <laughs> like hang gliding at least you're going out doing some action thing i don't know yeah going out doing what he loved we all know how much zach loved the hang glide <laughs> but it, i think it would be hilarious uh to like i mean not find... for not for our respective families <laughs> no but... no they'd have to be in on it yeah they would have to be on it. <laughs> yeah but and like just see what else... everyone else said yeah and then i just, just like, can't wait to just pull pull a jc and just like see on three days and there you are like i got you like you're not fooling anybody with that shit i got yeah. you yeah that would be pretty funny <laughs> just to like expose people to and, like, delete that post like who are you <laughs> just like message them you're like take that down <laughs> take that down immediately Oh my god. Oh, that would be pretty good. Okay. And another one that you brought up to me. Um, you're on the fitness grind now. What's going on there? Yeah. yeah. So I, I started to work out like pretty frequently. Like I was on like, I don't know, three, four times a week at yeah. school during my exam season. And I just like with with lockdown and everything going on, I started my job. Like I just wanted a good routine. So I started yeah. I committed to the fitness grind. I, I went to the supplement store today to load up on like protein powder and like gainer and like creatine. So I'm just like in the mindset, like if I'm not like built in two months time, yeah, like I'm going to be disappointed in myself. You're going to be huge. <laughs> if you like stick to it and you keep working out and taking these things, you're going to be a monster. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm kind of excited because I've, I've like been, I've, uh, I don't know. I haven't really like, I've worked out in the past, but never with like supplements. Right. So I'm excited. I've never done creatine before, but I'm going to stick to it and hold myself accountable. And the shit I got, I got like this gainer that's literally like per serving. It's like four scoops for one serving that I got. Right. And it's like 50 grams of protein, like 1400 calories. Like it's, it's a lot of fucking stuff. Yeah. Plus the creatine in addition to that. So it's five scoops wow. per shake. Then I'm of supposed creatine? to have like, 
no 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 so it'll oh, be four scoops of the of the gainer okay like, okay okay it's like yeah. a recommended serving size plus an extra scoop a scoop of creatine i'm probably gonna go like it says five grams per serving but if you're like loading and when you're mm-hmm. first like starting out on the creatine it recommends like you can go up to like 20 grams a day <laughs> but i just gotta drink a fuck ton of water yeah yeah you have and, to and then just like keep on the workout grind which isn't that like tough so i don't mm-hmm. know man i hope i'm just a, a beast Okay. So, so I'll give you some insight of my own experience. So my roommate and I at the start of third year decided we were going to basically do the same thing and just get huge and like be monsters. And we were literally like creatine protein shakes, like chicken, rice, veggies, eggs every morning. We were going nuts, steaks for lunch. Like we were going nuts on this. We'd go to the gym every day for like two and a half hours and just grind it out. And it worked. I wasn't shredded by any means at all, but I was much bigger. And like, I'm, I would say like, I don't know. I don't know how I'd like describe how I was then. Cause like now I'm like more, little bit more built, like not spawn my own tires, but yeah. And then I was like definitely much skinnier and I gained a lot and just like got bulked everywhere and was bigger and like had a lot more muscle. And then Christmas came And I was probably home like second week of December or something. And then I didn't go back to school until a week after a week into January, a week and a half into January. And I didn't take any creatine during that time. And I was working out less frequently. Mm -hmm. And even in that short period of time that I wasn't taking it and was like working out way less, the muscle and stuff that I had just ended up like turning into like just being a bit heavier. (laughs) just like that like snap and i was like whoa wait a minute like in first year i got big and i was like i was heavy but i was like so i didn't go back to that but i definitely got like bigger in that time period as not like what i was in first year but definitely was bigger than where i was at and i was just like wait a minute like i gotta get on a consistent cycle and then last year working again i started taking uh the creatine because like i was just getting skinny at work i was just losing like everything i had and i started taking creatine and it helped and i take it now but i drink like a protein shake in the morning have a water glass with uh creatine in it take that and then go through my work day drink a ton of water at work drink water when i get home eat like and i think it's helping like it it keeps the muscle and weight at least but you gotta just like stick to it because as soon as you like chill on it for a minute yeah can go yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to go for like three shakes a day mm-hmm. and then like three, probably just like have three three shakes a day and include the creatine in that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like an additional glass of water and then just drink water throughout, eat my normal meals. And man, I'm like, yeah, I just want to be like, just come back to school. Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, who's this gonna... monster? <laughs> <laughs> do I know you, sir? <laughs> who are you? Did you eat Ryan? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Obviously, like, tastefully, I don't want to be like a meathead by any means. But yeah, just, just a be, I've been a skinny guy my whole life. Like I've always been a, a thin, a thin lad. Mm-hmm. So it's been tough for me to put on weight, but hopefully now. Now's the time. You're gonna change. Now is the time. Now is the, the man, time. man, uh, muscles, man, body. You're growing into fully now, and you're just yeah. gonna beef it all up. And yeah, yeah you're just gonna be a lean, mean fighting machine <laughs> coming into <laughs> some like down to the ocean. Ready to, yeah. ready to put some people to sleep exactly all right well uh 
I think this has been an unreal episode so far. We've talked about some of the most ridiculous stuff we have in a while. And uh, let's get a little bit more ridiculous with our last segment of the show, This or That. All right, McGee, uh, I got four for us here, a couple good ones. Um, found these again on our favorite place in the world, uh, Reddit, would you rather? So just the most ridiculous things you can find. Um, first one, never be able to sneeze again or never fart. Oh, I'd go never sneeze again. Farting's fun, man. Like you can control it. You know when it's coming. You can kind of like sneezing it just kind of catches you off guard. Sometimes you're not prepared. Sometimes like you got to, it's like lingering and you don't know if you actually have to sneeze or you're trying to force it. Like, yeah, I don't think I could live without farting. Like farting is just jokes. Like everyone loves a good fart. Sneezing <laughs> just more of an inconvenience than anything. Uh, I'm going to go with never fart because I think that like it could cause problems for other people or like an awkward situation. Whereas like, I think if you sneeze, like nobody's going to be like, oh, like yeah. that's disgusting. Like you just sneeze and like you you hide it or like you cover up or whatever you got to do. But like if you if you can avoid like farting and like creating problems for other people, like I think that's that's the way to go in my opinion at least. Never fart. Wouldn't that be like just unhealthy? Well, I feel like it's just like you can normally live like that. Like there's no okay, problems. You normally live without yeah. any like medical repercussions. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're 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 agreeing to disagree there. Yeah. Uh, the next one we have is, would you all, uh, always be 15 minutes late or an hour early? I'm going to go an hour early. I yeah. think like there's no consequence to being an hour early. You'd probably be bored or sitting around waiting, but like there's nothing wrong with being an hour early. Being 15 minutes late to everything, like there's things that you could probably be 15 minutes late to acceptably, but like there's some really, really important things that you should not be late to interviews um first day of work the birth of your first child yeah like there's things that you cannot acceptably be late to and i think that i would just rather be early and just soak the time waiting yeah yeah i agree i'm on the same page there uh like an hour early just like plan your day around that like 15 minutes late good luck keeping a job good luck doing anything Mm -hmm. good luck having a relationship like it's if you're always 15 minutes late it's just not gonna work yeah your whole life would just be in shambles if you were always late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, we talked about crispy or soft bacon, and now we're going to get into some watermelon. So for the rest of your life, anytime you're going to have watermelon, have crisp but less sweet watermelon or a soggier but more sweet watermelon? I'm going soggier but more sweet, Ooh. I think. I mean, like a, a good crisp watermelon's good, but I think that – I'm just looking for uh, the sweetness, the flavor. Okay. I think I'm going crisp because I think that the texture is a big part of the watermelon. Now, obviously the sweet sweetness is, but like you, you, you'll have watermelons that are like less sweet than other ones and they're still pretty yeah. good. And yeah. it's not like it's like just watermelon, like no flavor, nothing. Like it's just less sweet than normal. And I think that the crispiness of that watermelon is a big factor for me in the enjoyment of the watermelon itself. 
And I don't, I also think I would be very turned off by a soggy watermelon. Yeah. But keep in mind, like, I'm not talking like soggy and like, it's going bad. Like, no, no. Like it's just soggier than normal. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Like I can see where you're coming from. I, I'm also just not a big watermelon guy. So I'm not even Fair. that, I'm not even that like, well, yeah, I don't have watermelon that frequently. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even know, like maybe I would try a watermelon again and be like, like, Oh, you know what? Crispy is better, but mm-hmm. I'm sticking with soggy for now. Fair enough. And the last one we have here uh, is would you rather be covered in cake or covered in mud? I'm going covered in mud. Uh, I work in the dirt all day. It gets rain, like rainy. You're covered in mud. You're digging holes. You're covered in mud, like whatever. And I think that the mud just like dries and falls off. The cake would be sticky. You'd have animals coming towards you, swarming you, birds, bugs, bees, everything. Like if you, for the rest of your life, you're just covered in mud or covered in cake. I'm going covered in mud because either way, like any any event you go to, like you're covered in something, like you're <laughs> dealing with something being covered in. And I think mud is just easier because you're just not dealing with that stickiness and the possibility of other animals and stuff attacking you. Yeah. The animals attacking are a huge, are a huge thing for me. I just mm. wouldn't want like insects to be all of my business. Yeah. Also like there's a lot more scenarios in one's life where you can find yourself covered in mud. There's only yes. a handful of instances where you can be covered in cake. So like show, walking around covered in cake that frequently, people will start to worry about you. Like, yeah. What is, like, okay. What what's this, up with this guy? How are you around cake that often where you're always like covered in it? What's good? Yeah. Man? Like, yeah. Are you okay? Is everything you're okay? Muds, you're like, Oh, the guy, like, I don't know, a Jeep drove by and sprayed him or like the guy just works a dirty job. Like he's yeah. Or I went off-roading or yeah. uh, yeah, Like there's, there's some solutions. Mm Yeah. The cake is just once or twice a year is maybe acceptable. Not even. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot. I've never been covered in cake. I don't think (laughs) like in my life, like it's some normal thing to to be covered in cake once a year. But I'd say like Matt, if you had to be covered in cake, Mm -hmm. no more than one, like once or twice a year. (laughs) <laughs> if it was mandatory if that's it was the max it couldn't be more than twice a year okay well mcgee i think that about does it for episode 77 brought the energy we brought the heat this was my number episode two yeah. nhl hall of famers ray bork paul coffee and we and talked to elite, some of the most <laughs> they're an elite company with zach phillips yeah they are i'm not an elite company with them they're an elite company with me yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah, we talked about some of the most ridiculous things we could possibly imagine. And I'm I'm really happy for you. You're done school. Back yeah. home, you're ready to grind on the lads with me and get this going, get more uh, content out for the listeners. And uh, yeah, make sure you check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, like, comment, share, subscribe, whatever you got to do. Spread this around. And uh, yeah, we appreciate everyone following this. Yeah, thanks for your continued support. Uh, I thought I thought this episode was a great one, making Zach proud of the episode seventy seven. Yeah. Um, please, please continue supporting us. Like like we always say, big things coming. We do have big things in the works that, and that includes guests, future merchandise. We're we're gonna be taking this up a notch this summer. This is we're gonna be we're gonna be really escalating, really making stuff happen for you guys and, and to to reward you guys for listening to us and supporting us. So make sure that you keep on tuning in to not miss it on anything. That's a wrap on the episode 77. Uh, Thanks again for listening. 
and you know what the drill catch us next week same time same place same lawn chairs cheers lads and lads cheers Cheers.